and I realized, okay, I really don't think five to 10 minutes at the patient's bedside, I'm going to help them, you know, really heal on that level that most people really need in today's world. Um, so Welcome to another episode of Real Talk Nelson Tell. My guest today is Hillary. Hillary has over 20 years of being an RN in the nursing field. However, at some point she decided to call it quits because she got burnt out. Her marriage was crumbling and she started to turn to unhealthy coping mechanisms such as drinking too much wine, which then led to a DUI. She also felt that the medical practice was not what she believed in. She believes in healing the mind and healing the body through spiritual ways and also looking at a diet versus prescription. This is our talk. So I probably known since I was like six or seven that I wanted to be a registered nurse for my career. So uh, I took all the necessary steps and I succeeded. I graduated nursing school back in 2000. And so I've been a nurse for almost 21 years now. Um, backtrack a couple of years ago, my marriage was, we had had problems on and off for about a decade and uh, in and out of counseling. And I was just kind of turning to super unhealthy coping mechanisms, uh, the bottle and a half of wine every night uh, and very, very unhealthy things. And then the universe gave me a really wonderful gift in super shitty wrapping paper uh, as a DUI. So that really was a huge catalyst for me to look at where I was in my life and look at the things I was doing and the patterns that were there and really realized a lot of stuff had to change. So I became vegan for six months, it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be, but I did, I did miss cheese. So I decided I was going to go vegetarian, which is where I sit now. So super happy about that. Um, and then within my career, uh, that kind of was a catalyst for change with that as well. Um, you know, I've done a little bit of every type of specialty within the nursing field over my career and just was looking at, um, the deep healing that I needed to go through, uh, status post my DUI, um, lots of emotional and mental uh, rewiring had to be done for me. And I realized, okay, I really don't think five to 10 minutes at the patient's bedside, I'm gonna help them, you know, really heal on that level that most people really need in today's world, uh, especially with all the craziness that's going on today. So uh, I realized I wanted to pursue, which I thought about for years now, um, pursue a career in coaching. So I now um, am a transformative coach and uh, manifestation coach for predominantly women and women entrepreneurs. So it's so much more fulfilling for me, I'm so much happier, I'm so much healthier um, mentally, physically, and spiritually. So that's essentially uh, my Reader's Digest version, the cliff notes, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Um, you mentioned 21 years of nursing. Um, to really give that up, that's hard to do. And I must say that because like you mentioned, at such a young age, you want to go into nursing. Um, I'm pretty sure you probably have a heart um, and a mindset to help people. And that's why one of the reasons why you actually want to get into nursing as we had a previous conversation, I have a couple members of mine that are RN and RPN and also PSW workers as well. And they are passionate with that work as well of helping others. Um, and then you mentioned that you switched from, from the RN to just stuff going, I guess, physically healing 
more of a mental healing and spiritual healing mm-hmm. more than anything, uh, which is fantastic. And were you a nurse during uh, COVID, like when it first started? And yes. how, and to be honest with you, how was it pre and during COVID on the nursing side of things? Um, it was really interesting. At the beginning, uh, I, I had worked at a GI clinic where we did endoscopies and colonoscopies, super fun mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so <laughs> we did uh, elective procedures. So at the beginning, when everything went down, um, we actually got furloughed. And, um, you know, because we weren't allowed to do you know, the, the screening types of procedures. So that was very interesting. And the time off gave me a lot of time to think about, you know, my career and what kind of impact I wanted to have on people. Um, so it was definitely a blessing in disguise uh, going through that. And then we came back to work um, a couple months later and just the caseload was very much lower than it, that it had been previously. Um, so yeah, it just, uh, COVID changed a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as a nurse, what are things that you feel that the nursing field or I'll say the medical field is actually missing on treating patients? Huge, huge, uh, topic for me, this one. Um, I really believe that in this country, uh, and largely in the world, we have reactive medicine. Mm -hmm. So it's just, yeah, I have high blood pressure. Great. Here's a pill. Oh, this isn't working. Okay. We'll double your dose or here, take a different pill. Um, in my whole career, I have heard probably on two hands, the number of times that a physician would talk to the patient, oh, you have high blood pressure. Okay. How's your diet? You know, what types of foods are you eating? Are you eating processed food? Are you eating whole plant-based foods? Are you, you know, do you have healthy relationships? Are you stressed out? Do you hate your job? Do you, you know, all those other types of factors, um, and I actually went through certification to become a, a nurse coach. Within that, I did learn that 80% of physical ailments can be completely reversed or completely prevented by lifestyle changes. And that's just something that's not taught in this country. Um, and that was another really big thing for me that, uh, that COVID really opened my eyes about because here they are pushing a vaccine, 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 just in never throughout this they're like stay away from people you know wear your mask get the shot um never do they talk about actual ways to improve your immune system and your overall health without these these strategies that they give you know we're not supposed to stay away from people we're not meant to stay away from people um a person's vibrational energetic field uh is about six to ten feet so you're not getting human connection you're not um, feeling, you're not seeing people's faces. You need to see people's faces. That's how we read people. That we see people smile. That's how, that's how children learn, you know, social cues. Um, you're supposed to stay inside, lock yourself in your house. You need sunlight for your immune system, for your health, for your body. Um, all these things that they were telling us to do were super counterintuitive to what promotes actual health and healing. So that was really disheartening for me to see that. Um, so it just really began to feel out of alignment for me, um, the, the whole medical system in general. Um, it was a, it was a difficult decision for me to make just cause obviously 20 year career, but, yeah. um, I feel overall very much aligned with what the work that I'm doing now. So, um, so you mentioned something that's very interesting and how did you cope with all those restrictions? 
because you seem like a very free-spirited in quotation person someone yes. that likes to interact with people um get close to them have those conversations so how was it um going with the mass rules and and i know in certain states it's more of a okay uh vaccines are required to go to restaurants and certain places so how are you coping mm -hmm. with all that yeah so i'm in california which we lovingly refer to as California. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I actually met my boyfriend at the height of like the very peak of the lockdown, like right at the beginning. Um, and to be perfectly frank, I only wore a mask when I was at work um, because I had to. And I, I actually got written up a couple times for not wearing it. <laughs> um, but so I, I would, uh, I was part of a group of friends. We would go um, maskless grocery shopping uh, once a week. And that was always an interesting experience. <laughs> but um, I learned basically the places that I could go uh, shopping without being hassled. Um, you know, they would ask me, do you have a mask? I'm like, no, thank you. Or I'm exempt. Or, you know, I would just, I thought of all the uh, loopholes, so to speak. So I never really participated in any of that. Um, in fact, we burned our masks on New Year's Eve, so we, we don't even have them anymore. Um, but, and we never stopped traveling. We went on trips. We always hung out with our friends uh, because our friends were very like-minded to us. So um, it didn't really hinder me at all. In fact, it uh, brought people into my life that are really true, um, honest, authentic friendships that have very similar values and things like that. So um, it, it kind of showed me who were my people and my tribe and who were not my tribe <laughs> kind of thing. So, so yeah, that, it, wasn't, it wasn't too, too terrible. Although um, the thing for me that's heartbreaking, I do have a son who's almost nine. Um, just seeing the kids still having to wear masks in school is very upsetting to me, um, just for a lot of the reasons that I had mentioned to you earlier. Um, it's very bad for them psychologically to not see faces, you know, so that's been really the struggle for me with that. Hmm. To be honest with you, this is um, first time someone actually somewhat, I'm not saying convinced me, but made an actual decent argument of, of not wearing a mask. <laughs> and, and, which is which is good like this is why i love i, I, I love this show it's called real talk no filter and yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is hey having a mask filters things so without a mask is non-filter so, right <laughs> so that's pretty awesome um you are vegetarian yes i'm i to tell you the truth i just ate lamb and it tastes so good <laughs> So, it's okay. My boyfriend's not a vegetarian, and I'm like, whatever, babe. Like, he he cook he eats what I cook when he's here. So when we go out to eat, like, he can have a steak. I don't care. So <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. Um, mentioning that though, um, how come? Is it really? So I asked that question. How come? Because a lot of people have that choice. Um, well, everyone mm -hmm. has that choice of being vegetarian or vegan or just eat whatever they want to eat. Um, and then going to that, I'm I'm trying to build some case. To be honest with you, is it because of the <laughs> hormones are pumped into the meat that you chose not to is it because one you feel that um animals are are these lovely dovey creatures that should not be eaten and <laughs> so on and so forth. like tell me your reasons why yeah i mean it's actually a conglomeration of multiple reasons um initially i did it for my health my physical health um and do by doing so i was able to get off of my blood pressure medication and my anxiety and depression medication 
Uh, so that was huge for me. And I just really felt better physically. Um, I, I am a big, you know, animal lover. I have a puppy who's in the other room right now because he will be going crazy if he was in here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I like, I don't go to um, SeaWorld. I don't go to horse races. I'm not really a big fan of the zoo, um, but I'm not like some crazy, you know, like PETA, you know, <laughs> fanatic or anything like that. Um, but I, I do believe it, also you mentioned the hormones in the food. So um, foods that are really, really hormonal are obviously meat because they do put the growth hormones in there. Um, also dairy is very hormonal and it's also very inflammatory. Um, I mean, if you think about it, when these animals are producing milk, they're in a very hormonal state. So you're in turn taking those hormones in. Um, on top of that, you get the stress hormones from the animals that are put in kind of inhumane conditions before they're slaughtered. So you're just taking in just all this garbage stuff. So um, that's that's pretty much why. So it's, it's a few different reasons. Uh, mental health versus physical health. What's your take on that? I know we touched based on it and you mentioned that you're a coach um, as well. Um, so do you focus on anything uh, in regards to physical health and mental health or just strictly just the mental health um, of for healing people? So, I mean, it's, it's definitely, there are elements of both and they're both really important. I most, mostly focus on the emotional and mental portion. Um, but obviously with my medical background, I, I am able to, you know, give them some knowledge and some tools as far as, you know, nutrition and things like that. So. Okay. That's good. Then. That's good. Um, and then one last thing that you mentioned, um, I was thinking about just now about the, how the health care system pushes medicine. It's more of a quick fix. And I fully agree. Um, mm -hmm. I don't, one thing I, I've always thought about is, is it up to the patients to actually ask those questions to the doctors um, saying, Hey, is there a better um, solution than, Hey, a quick fix on here's a Tylenol, here's an aspirin or take five of these 10 times a day or whatever it might be. Is it up to the patients or are the, are the doctors able to actually give them the, that advice? Yeah, I think um, the responsibility lies on both parties for sure. Um, the patient's job is to be their own advocate as that was my job as a nurse to be the patient's advocate. Uh, but I do feel that physicians in medical school, I don't know how much emphasis they place on lifestyle uh, types of education for patients. But I do feel like that is a huge responsibility as a physician to educate your patients because your patients look up to you. They look up to you for guidance, for advice, for knowledge. Um, so I do, I definitely believe that responsibility lies on both sides of the table. Good. I like that answer. It's a good answer. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts or anything that you would like to say? No, they, I'm just really, I enjoyed our conversation a lot. So thank you so much for having me on here. Um, and if anyone wants to book a call with me, they can um, do so, or they can email me. So I'm happy to provide that information if uh, if they are open to it. My email is hilldietm, H-I-L-D-I-E-T-M at gmail.com. Or uh, you can book a call with me with uh, hillarydeepmeyer.youcanbook.me. I know that's a lot of words and letters, but. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Hillary, it's been a treat. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you.